Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Make sure you start the clock. I did. You did. You yes. started. It's a very we, fancy clock. <laughs> and this is a fancy clock, and we are in a fancy new setup. Brand new studio. We're at the new Rogue Media studio. We are no longer on Franklin Avenue. We I, are, don't, I don't know the address. It was like 7, it, 752 think, Washington 715. Avenue. 715. Oh, <laughs> who the hell is that? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this, this studio comes with don't random commentary. Bad. That's actually how we always like to be like, who the hell is that? Like Katie and I were just naturally having a conversation and then you stumble into the room. Just poke in. 715 Washington, guys. That's the... Well, that voice on the other end of your speaker, I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> your other uh, end of your headphones. Why don't you introduce yourself? I am Ben Atkins. I'm uh, I'm from Waco. Class of 06, Waco High. Go Woo! Lions. Lions. I didn't Go know that Lions. was there. Fighting six. Oh, six, baby. In the mix with oh, six. <laughs> I don't We had some terrible like <laughs> saying for our year. Uh, so, Ben, we first met you through the pandemic. That's true. Um, you were in well, another I, hemisphere. I don't know if it was pandemic Ooh, quite right. yet. Because it was early. It was like January. I wrote y'all. We had put out the first oh, little single. Okay, it was like I the end of January. That. Yeah. Um, a mutual friend of ours, Wendy Gregg, like, in, like told me about you. And then you emailed me like right after that. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Waco's pretty small. So people, everybody kind of knows each other when, you know, when you grew up here. Um, and I think Wendy is a good friend of my dad's. So Wendy had told my dad about Wake, Keep Waco Loud. And so I looked y'all up and I was like, you know what? They do a song of the week. I just put a song out. Let's see what they think. Yes. We thought um, it was awesome is what we thought. So great. Yeah, it was so good. And what I love about the the name of the band that you were in, it sounded like it was going to be church music. Yeah. <laughs> but you then know. you see like Baby's Going to Be a Porn Star yeah. the name of a song. And you're like, okay, threw, threw we're good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, the tent revival thing. I love it. I was going more for like the, uh, you know, like the live experience mm -hmm. of it, you know, the gathering and the celebration of the music and the spirit and things like that. But yeah, there are no and not overtones or undertones in, <laughs> religiously of any manner there. Um, not that there's anything wrong with religious <laughs> no. Preface that. Um, but, comma, however, it was a different experience. And then, so when I learned what kind of music, the tent thing actually made me think of like Bonnaroo. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like you sleep in tents and you would listen to really great music. That's the, that's yeah. I mean, eventually we would love to end up in some sort of <laughs> festival scene like that, you know, like fill up a big old out, outdoor tent and have a nice jam. So um, this is a band that you formed. Okay. So let's back up here a little okay, bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So back up. Oh, six in the mix. Ben Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> Living in Waco, Texas. You know. Um, and you leave the state of Texas at some point shortly after that. I, I did. I went to I went to college in Georgetown outside of Austin. Got it. And oh, that's right. uh, from there I went down to Argentina. Um I went there to study first and then came back to Texas, graduated, and moved back there in 2011. So yeah, the music, the whole my whole musical career started down there. I didn't do much. I was in show choir oh, in high really? school, I guess. I was in show choir for a couple of years at Waco High. So you learned how to play the guitar in Argentina. In Argentina, I, I started with the ukulele. Actually, I didn't play any instruments at all. And after a couple of years in Argentina, I had gone to some open mics, and you know, and I love to sing. I always sang like in the shower and stuff. Um, but I went to I went Same. To, but I could not. I didn't feel like a musician if I couldn't play an instrument. You know what I mean? And I That's went to a, that fourth wall you got to break. I through. went to some open mics down there and I just saw some really, I don't, I don't mean to sound judgmental, but they were not great, you know, acts or performances. And You're like, I could do better. People, res, people responded positively, you know, and, 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 you know, you appreciate the effort in, in scenarios like that. Absolutely. In like that. And so I was like, you know what? I bet I could do this. I bet if I learned like four songs, I bet I could sing here and people would like it. So I spent like a year learning. I got a ukulele. I figured that'd be easier than a guitar, you know, four strings. And it was. Was at any point me. an 80s montage part of this mix? Oh, what did we do? I know. You <laughs> know, it started. What was the first song you learned? Yeah. I, the first song I ever learned was a Sam Cooke song, mm. um, uh, which was, was it? if I go home a million miles away, no. I write a letter. Damn. Right? I, I, so I learned that one. Beautiful. And then I learned, and then, but I was in Argentina and I wanted to sing something with lyrics that people could relate to. You know what I mean? Um, so I started learning at the time I was living in this house with a musician, with a different musician. And he showed me a bunch of this old Mexican stuff. He was like crazy fanatic about the old Mexican rancheras. And he showed it to me and I, being from Texas and half Mexican, I'm a little embarrassed to say I had never listened to this music in my life. And I loved it. I went crazy for it. I Wait, lost my you mind. Spoke, uh, no, I spoke Spanish? very little Spanish very little also. Spanish. At the okay. beginning, like when I got down there, I spoke very little Spanish. And then in the, I, I lived there for two years. I had been living with a with another gringo, so I didn't really speak that much <laughs> Spanish outside of my house. You know what I mean? Like or when I was home. You were enabled. And then exactly. And then <laughs> I, I moved into this house with like six other people, and I was the only one that spoke English. And so there is when I started really getting better at Spanish. Yeah. And what and what really helped was learning the lyrics to these songs. Like wow. um, I, I think that's super powerful. That is. That, I mean, that's uh, how we learn through, our ABCs. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's how I learned the Arabic alphabet. I found this like, yeah, That's I found impressive. this. Katie <laughs> can you. recite the Eric Alton. <laughs> I learned it from a YouTube video. Wait, are, are you going to do it? Yeah, right we gotta, I don't I think you I got to hear some of it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, go if, ahead. Okay, if anybody Ready? is listening to uh, this who speaks you. Arabic, please don't. <laughs> How fast do you think <laughs> you can do it? Um, Alif Batata Jim Hachad Val. Wait, I thought this was a song. Can you sing it? Can you sing it in the vein of the alphabet? Very nice. Mike, cut that out. No, do not cut that out, Mike. 
Yeah, I was bored one day and I found a YouTube video on how to. That's <laughs> impressive. See, yeah, so through song, you know, you can learn a lot. All things are possible through song. Through song, you can learn a lot, and it helped. It helped me to get you know the rhythm of the of the language. You know what I mean, and kind of the delivery, the pronunciation, the way like the words are formed. And my Spanish got way better, like in that next year. So I learned like 20 of these Mexican songs and I went out and I started playing, playing them in bars. And at one point, like it's, it was funny because at one of the bars, I met this uh, Mexican chef who was doing like a little pop-up at his restaurant. He was like, hey, I love that Mexican shit, man. You got to come play it <laughs> when I do my pop-up, like for the taco night. I was like, yeah, dude, fuck you, I'll do that. So <laughs> I went and it just me and the uke just sitting in the corner, you know, ambiance music <laughs> kind of in the background. And it was at his apartment. All these, like, there was this is like a huge, Wait, this were is a huge. Other fad. people also there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so this is like a, come to my him. apartment. This was a cook. big movement down there for a while. Yeah. Did you chefs, go on a date? <laughs> they, that was it. Was a good date night if you wanted to bring dates because chefs would open their apartments to like ten people That's and they so do cool. a private dinner. That is very right? cool. Like I a love private dinner, um, you know, ten course meal, uh, booze included. Or you could bring your own booze too. And I was like the, I would set the mood in the corner. And at one of his pop-ups, I met this other chef that was doing like a, you know, monthly Mexican thing. And after like two months, I swear to God, I was playing at like five different Mexican Dude, chefs. Dude, you found it. Doing, you scratched an itch. Doing these, like doing the Mexican songs with the ukulele. People, people dug it. it was um, nice. We are calling Eric right after this and making this a thing. Oh, Quetzal <laughs> Tacos. Yes. I would love that. Dude. I'm in. Shout uh, out to Quetzal. Yes. Um, He's such a good cook. I love that it's so much. It's so, That's such it's a cool so story. Cool. So that was like my start, my musical beginning down there. You cut in your gums, playing, setting the mood for little tiny pop for little tiny pop up dinners. That's great. Um, and, and then and then yeah. from there. So yeah, from there, uh, you know, like I said, I was playing at a lot of bars. I ended up meeting some dudes that would end up becoming like my very best friends, and I joined their band. Uh, that band is called Harmonies. They are awesome. Super good, incredible rock band. Really talented guys. And so two of them were from Canada. They were in Argentina for circumstances, various circumstances. We won't mm, that sounds go into very right illegal. <laughs> <laughs> they were there. I don't need to be telling their story. They can like, that's their story. look them up. They, they, they can tell the story. Um, but we got super tight and I sang in their band. You know, I, I was kind of like the backup singer, sort of, or like the second singer. And I do like percussion and, you know, just bang the tambourine in the background <laughs> on the stage, set the mood. But that was like, that was really fun because we got, we had like a following down there. We would play some pretty big shows and that was a really cool thing. So that got me a lot more comfortable, like performing, you know what I mean? They taught me so much about being an artist and like, yeah, I used to wear horrible clothes. I was wearing cargo <laughs> shorts and chaka of the, you know, the sandals and, you know, these dudes look like rock stars every time they left their house. And I had never worn skinny jeans. You know what I mean? I was stuck in the year 2000 wearing like nice, big, baggy, everything. And at one point they had like a, like an intervention with me. They were like, dude, dude. you have to wear better clothes. Yeah. Like you have to like looking the part is a big part of it. And the, and, and I, I mean, learned it is part of it. It, did, it was, it was yeah. a huge part. And the way people responded to me, started responding to me, I could tell it made a difference. You know, the way one presents themselves. So, you know, they taught me a ton and eventually a few years ago, they moved back to Canada and I decided for circumstances that we don't, they, well, they got, they got their, <laughs> one of them got their papers in order and he was able to go back. We'll say that. And so they moved the band back up there and four, of, there was six of us in the band. Four of them went 
um, and, you know, try to make it up there. And they're doing great. They're making some really amazing new music. They've been working so hard during the whole pandemic. We still, you know, we keep in touch and they show me the new stuff they're working on and it's going to be. Bring them to Waco. I think they're going to be really big, to be honest with you. Keep an eye out for harmonies. 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 Um, You heard it here first, folks. I'm calling it. (laughs) I'm calling it. I love that. So, like. So, they left, right? They left, and that's when I put my my band together. That's Um, awesome. The bass player for Harmonies had his own band. down. He had, like, a solo project also in Argentina. So, when he was leaving, he was leaving behind, like, a bass player and a drummer that needed like a front man and a I was, vacuum like a, was created. And I was a, like a front man looking to, you know, start my own band. And so Johnny Goodblood, that was the guy that was the bass player. He put us in touch. We went to the drummer's house and we did like a little jam and it was magical. It was great. I was like, all right, these are going to be my dudes. And we had a, we had a guitar player come in, you know, from a different kind of circle, a different friend, another guy in harmonies, actually one of his old guitar players. And we just kind of pieced together this awesome, like, folky rock, blues, soul, country band. Um, and that's what we record. You know, I recorded with those dudes. And that was kind of the, those are the, my guys when we put that EP out. Yeah. And you have such a, a range. Like, the other night when you came to our open mic, <laughs> like, you started with Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks. as you one does. Garth Brooks. You honestly, like, Jacob's face when you started playing <laughs> Garth Brooks was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know, and yeah. if you're a fan, then, you know, you can't help but smile when, that, <laughs> when it comes on. And then, and then you played just a fantastic, what I would call a flight of the Concords quality esque comedic song, which is titled. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no money. <laughs> Ain't got no money. It's fan, such a good song. song. And then you ended it with just a wonderful, I don't. It's uh, an old ranchero, like an ranchera, old Mexican song. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Um. um it was it was great. It was such a wide range, and uh, and that's when the entire room fell in love with you. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do with the performances is bring a lot of different sounds. All the stuff that I, you know, the stuff I was listening to down there, the stuff that I, you know, I listened to in my past here, like oldies, like that Sam Cooke stuff, the the country stuff, the soul, the hip hop, you know, I write raps sometimes in my <laughs> spare time. Um, I thought you were going to say in your sleep. No, no, that would be. I'm a rapper amazing. when I sleep. Um, in my dreams, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, you know, I just, music is so mad. Music's given me so much, taught me so much. It moves me. You know what I mean? And I would, yeah, I, I just that. would feel, I feel like I was cheating myself if I tried to limit myself to, just making country music or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to have that same flaw of, well, I don't, I don't think you're saying you had that flaw, but it sounds like you saw it and addressed it of just being focused on one genre yeah, of music. I mean, it's easy to do that. It really is. Uh, and, you know, at the risk of sounding like a hipster, uh, <laughs> I, I was that for a very long time, but now I am actively working against that. He mentally. is a very big fan of Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. that's that's right. I love no, I, Miley Cyrus literally, so much. I think one of the greatest songs ever written in all of Americana <laughs> is Party in the USA. <laughs> I, I it just a, doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. No, I, uh, I went to a, a Miley Cyrus concert when she was like peak, like, like pre after the like VMAs where she like kind of like started becoming like her new like 
herself, I guess. Persona. It's when yeah, she's her persona. With, like, yeah. Wayne Coyne from the Flaming Lips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Which when I went and saw her, Jacob was like, I'm only going if she plays Party in the USA on repeat. So he didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, shortly after that, the album came out where she was working with Wayne Coyne, the lead singer of Flaming Lips. Uh, on an entire like concept album, it was like thirty songs. Um, I don't know any of this. this. It's an incredible album, um, and I think that's a, a good place to stop and uh, take a short break. Listen to some advertisements. What do you think? Do we have advertisers? Uh, yes. Today's show <laughs> is brought to you by Socks. Ooh, I love Socks. All right, let's right? listen yeah, to these commercials. Everyone loves Socks. <laughs> And I'm Josie. And we're we're your judges. judges. And this is by the cupboard. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, okay. We'll try it again. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And And we're we're your your judges judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. We're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective. And what's up? It's David Yar from Change Waco. Don't forget to subscribe to Stories of the Streets. Well, we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local Wacoans. Stories of the Streets is in association with the New Black Collective, Change Waco, and Rogue Media. Tell your friends, tell your family, shout out to the streets, tune in as much as y'all can. So we're um, back. Uh, we're back. Those were great commercials. Man, I can't believe you that. You guys need to stop what you're doing right now and go buy some socks. Go buy those things. <laughs> How did we get Clorox to sponsor us? That was crazy. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> Clean up this mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Clorox. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we're so glad you're part of Waco. I'm so glad that we met through the pandemic or pre-pandemic then connected again in pandemic times and then now you're back in Waco I'm back baby (laughs) I'm really happy to be back so um we're happy to have you back obviously Katie already said it but I didn't say (laughs) it um so kind of one of the focuses when we were in the middle of pre pre pre-pandemic stuff we were really concerned and focused on trying to magnetize the city of Waco mm-hmm. to not just keep the young, talented folks from leaving the city right. to Austin, to Austin Dallas, Dallas, yeah. New York, Nashville, whatever. Um, but also to bring back folks that left because of that reason. Right. So, and you kind of happen to fall in that latter category of a very talented person that left the city and then discovered the world. And then conquered the world, in my opinion. He Obviously, conquered he all conquered of the Argentina. world. Like, yeah. They were like, they were like, Ben, you need to leave, bro. Dude, you're making us all, you're making us Argentinians look bad. For you to do here, 
<laughs> so, and, then, and then Waco was like, uh, we'll take it. It was calling my name. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I mean, I left, you know, I didn't leave with artistic aspirations or anything like that. It's not like I left looking for a scene to break into. Um, or because I thought that Waco didn't have those, you know, like resources or possibilities. Sure. Like I left because I had spent my entire life in Texas and I was right. like, man, yeah, like, let's, let's check out something else. I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go and see <laughs> what's going on. I get that very hard. And in Argentina was, I mean, Buenos Aires, the big city, right? Like that place will trap you. You will get stuck there. So many people had the same story as me where like. They moved down there to just see what was up for like a few months, maybe a year max. And they had been there for 15 years. You know what I mean? They had families and stuff already. Like they were, they had such deep roots. Um, and the city, it's a magical place. You can be kind of whoever you want to be. It lets you, there's a lot of scenes, a lot of nightlife. Like the night is eternal. You know what I mean? You don't go out till two in the morning. Ooh, it's I like, so I love much that. fun. The night is eternal. The night is eternal. <laughs> yeah. And when it ends, it is such a big bummer. You see a lot of sunrises in that city. Like you uh. stay out late. You're making um, me want to travel. But it, it, like, I, w I just wanted to get a taste. You know what I mean? And I got more than I ever had even bargained for. Because like I said, I, the plan was to go for a year. And every year I tell my mom, like, all right, one more year. And then we'll see. Like, I'll be back. I'll be back next year, <laughs> next year. And then the pandemic hit. And all of the stuff I, we had planned with the band uh, down in Argentina for last year just got, you know, canceled totally completely ruined <laughs> yeah, and disintegrated all just of thinking dreams. about that. So, so I was sitting in my room. I was like, you know what? This might be a good time. This might be a good time to go home for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I'd been there for nine years and it just was, was like, all right. Was, and then it just so happened that Waco was on this incredible, on this precipice of this amazing like Renaissance in the downtown area and in East Waco and in all like the art scene is just I've never seen anything like this. When I was growing up here, downtown was closed down old like auto body shops and furniture stores. Absolutely. And they were boarded up and there was That's no way business. That's what you described downtown Waco. <laughs> that was it. In that 2006. Was, that was all it was. That Come was all on was. downtown for furniture and <laughs> auto body work <laughs> looking at scars. buildings with boarded up windows <laughs> that was it man you had nothing there was nothing to do here you had no reason nothing for coming to do here. here um so coming back and seeing what has happened in the last 10 years 15 years you know because i left when i went to college like you know yeah 2006 15 years so seeing the change has been you know, it's like inspiring. It motivates me. It makes me feel like there's something happening here, like that's about to happen in a big way, you know, with all, you just see the investment and the open mindedness to this being a place where people come and, you know, they kind of congregate and, you know, socialize and, and come for art, you know, like the, the East side market, what I went for the first time last month. Awesome. Such a cool, how great, such a great, how great is that entire team. <laughs> Shout out to Eric again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. And Andreas. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Eric's like one of my only new friends since I moved back. <laughs> I haven't gotten to meet too many people yet. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't have enough friends to make any things better. <laughs> things are happening here. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, the backyard you got, and I don't even know half of the new venues that have popped up since I've been gone. Um, but if, it feels like this, it could be an exciting place to be right now if you want to make art. Absolutely. You know, or music. I think that's really incredible. Um, and it, um, not, I'm not going to compare you to Tom Wilson, but <laughs> I think oh, what's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's incredible that you spent your first 18 years of life here and then you left and 
you went on a journey and then you came back. Tom Wilson, unfortunately, wasn't able to come back. So I just, you think like what could have happened if Tom Wilson had come back to Waco? He didn't Down. need to come back. He was doing well, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was doing, he was doing, doing great. Just uh, a shower of thoughts. <laughs> I mean, he got Bob Dylan to come to his funeral in LA. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. What a boss. Love you, Tom Wilson. Well, I want to be a part of this new thing that's happening in Waco. You know what I mean? Like I had, I, I obviously, Austin is right down the way, you know? So Absolutely. We're right on 35 and it's tempting. it's tempting to want to dedicate a lot you to focus a lot of energy on that. Like I said, like that kind of scene, you know, that musical possibilities over there. But I, like I said, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about Waco. I want to see what's going on here. And I want to be a part of this transitional phase where, it, because I mean, it is uniquely situated in between two huge cities yeah. that are experiencing like unprecedented growth right now, right? Dallas and Austin. Um, so I think that Waco, I think it's going to happen here. I really do. And like I yeah. said, it's just a triplet of cities down this corridor I-35 can be like the crown jewels of the state of Texas. It could be, there could be a lot of culture. Entertainment, yeah. When it comes to culture, when it comes to food mm -hmm. and there's already a lot of great food. Um, you stay because of the traffic, but you no, what is it? No, no, no. you're here because of the traffic, but you stay for the music. That's it. <laughs> um, so speaking of music, um, there's a guitar right over oh, there. Do you want to? There's a guitar. Do you, I mean, do you wanna, look, we're going to let you also play a live song of your choice. We've never done this before. Right, yeah, We've so never you done didn't this. Really warm I found the guitar in the back. I yeah, this, but y'all hadn't. Uh, ben, ben wrestled a man behind the alley of this new building. I just built this guitar with my bare hands. 715 Washington Avenue. <laughs> Out of some spare wood I found. And we also don't know what this is going to sound like. Um, oh, that's oh, definitely I, not. That kind of sounds okay. Yeah, all right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to move we'll push it away a little bit. I'm going to scoot back. What? The thing is, I don't know what song to play. Ooh, surprise um, us. You know what? I'm going to do a song that I wrote for one of my buddies here in Texas is uh, Little Baby Girl when she was born. It's kind of a country cute. song. cute. Um, her name is Lily Lee. And the song is also called Lily Lee. Okay, this is kind of a Ben Atkins playing Lily Lee. Right, so yeah. Usually I do like a talking intro right here, but I just did it. So. <laughs> All right, it's called Lily Lee. It goes like this. Two. One. Two. Oh, Lily, when you finally open your eyes for the first time, smile for me. And when we meet, I'll take you from your father's arms and sing you to sleep. And if you ever need a thing, Count on me to sing you a song And even if you make a mess Baby girl, you're still the best You can't be wrong Come on, you got your mama smile in your daddy's eyes Made a lilac and lullabies Lily Lee, oh Lily Lee When the stars in Texas shine It's all for you every time Oh, every time I said it's all for you, oh, every time. 
solo that I can't really play. <laughs> well, in this world, there's two kinds of folks, the kinds of love and the kinds that don't really leave. Don't you worry, my little bird. Please believe that your dad had rather die than to see his daughter cry. Just one tear. So hug your mama tight when she tucks you in at night. She loves you dear. Oh, you got your mama smile in your daddy's eyes. Made of flowers and butterflies, Lily Lee. Oh, Lily Lee. When the stars in Texas shine, it's all for you every time. Oh, every time. I said it's all for you. Oh, every time. It's every time. And if you call for me, well, I'll come flying. Yes, I'll come flying back to your side. But I'm coming home for good soon, baby girl. Oh, my God. What do you think about that? Was that was so good. And it sounded so good in these sounded headphones. Good. It actually sounded okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, nice. you you sounded great, but... <laughs> it came through hearing, very hearing well. Hearing it through uh, sounded great. Well, that was well thank fun. you for... That was such a good song. Oh, thanks. That. Yeah, I wrote that one. I guess she was born about three years ago, maybe? Two and a half. She's a, no, yeah, three. Two and a half to three-year-old young lady. She is. She's a young woman. Uh, she is a delight. She's a little angel. I've had the pleasure of playing that song for her in person. It was very emotional. Uh, the first time, you know, the first time I got to meet her and play it for her. It was a lot of fun. Um, That's fantastic. So Lily, Uncle Ben. Oh, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Not oh, a brand. That, that is a brand. It's Let's rice. Some rice. Yeah. Oh rice. yeah, great but rice. I think they decided it's racist bags. now. Uncle Ben oh, racist that, now. I eat that all the time I, in college. I'm, I'm giving one of these like Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if Uncle Ben was the founder and owner and named it himself, fine. You know what? It's fine. They did a spoof on <laughs> like. <laughs> All of the like Aunt Jemima and like, right. all, all of these like. Well I mean, some of them need to be canceled. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are absolutely yeah full on racist. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Ben's rice. You, you can reach out to us for sponsorships. Oh, like. love me some of that rice. <laughs> I almost did the commercial for Zatarans. Zatarans. Sorry, Uncle Ben's. Don't <laughs> not Zatarans. Don't at me. No offense. I'm sorry. Um. So. Wow, thanks so much, Ben, for Man, coming guys, on. Thanks for having me. Um, let's kind of wrap this up. Let's talk about what's what do you think is in the future for well the music. The music is I mean, hopefully I don't just have to play it in my bedroom for myself. <laughs> like hopefully places are gonna be opening up soon and we can get out there and do some shows. You know, that's my favorite thing. That's the most that's the most special thing for me is the performing and yeah. you know, trying to connect and present 
the stuff that I've been working on, you know, it's some of them are very, you know, it's vulnerable stuff getting up on the stage and singing oh, yeah. your own songs. It takes guts. Um, and it's fun. I really like it. It's a good, it's like a therapy. It's therapeutic for me. You know what I mean? I get a lot of energy out. I get a lot of my anxieties and stuff out. Um, so hopefully shows. I want to play anywhere, everywhere, all the time. I'm putting a band together. You know, I left my band down in Argentina when I moved back. So I'm working on putting a full band together. Um, but until they're ready, it's just going to be me and the old six string. <laughs> Which, speaking of, uh, this episode airs on Monday. So this weekend coming up, if you're listening to this on the day this launches, come out to Classy Glass next Saturday. And Ben is, you can see Ben well, live. Not next. It would be this, this Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah you're this, right. This uh, Saturday. It would be the upcoming Saturday. Yeah. Really so sure. come see. Um, you know, uh, been at Classy Glass. I'm excited. Yeah, check out their social media stuff. I'm sure they're gonna promote something. You'll be able to find that. We'll promote it. We'll, we're gonna we're gonna pack that place out. Just kidding. Yeah. It's COVID. Pack it. <laughs> so yeah. a socially distanced socially capacity. Capacity. Yeah, we'll in uh, in wrapping up here, I would love to play one of your uh, yeah songs. You know Which what? One oh, do you I have play? a great, I have a good idea because we're putting out this little video soon, a little like lyric video that we made while down with some of my friends in Argentina, um, and it's for this song off of the EP, and it's called Everything, and it's super special to me because I actually got my mom to record some stuff, and Whoa. it's on that song. Okay, she plays the flute, oh. so she has a flute a part. Flautist, do you? She's say. a flautist. <laughs> And she plays the flute and she sings like a little background vocals on that song. And she's on another song too, but this one really features her, you know, with the flute and whatnot. That's so glorious. everything is coming out soon, uh, or the video is coming out soon. So we'll I'll, we'll play. Everything. So this is uh, everything by oh, the by the Atkins Tent Revival. Atkins Tent Revival. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Keep Waco loud. Thank you so much. Keep keeping Waco loud. <laughs>
flash of light This past as fast as it came into sight Off to that eternal night Oh, and everything alive Already died out there some point in time It's just a matter of time, oh Everything is gonna happen here Already happened, don't you believe me? But don't you believe me? All the oceans and skies, they live for me. Oh, yes, it told me when I died. All the oceans and skies, they live for me. Yes, it told me when I died. All the oceans and skies, Aloud, the podcast is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website, where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been the Rogue Media Network Podcast.